0: y'all and welcome to the Talk with Tori podcast. I'm your host Tori Jones and I'm so glad that you're here. It is officially holiday season. On each episode I will chat with a friend and we will share random life topics, tips and tricks, fun stories and more serious stories filled with some real talk to make you laugh, maybe cry, make you think. But most of all we pray this podcast brings a smile to your face and gives you the courage to share your story with someone. So grab your favorite holiday drink. Mine is a mistletoe margarita or some Starbucks. Y'all know I love their hot chocolate to get in the spirit or some sparkling water. I don't care. You do you, girl, because it's time to peel back the layers and add a little holiday spice to it. Hey, everyone. The holiday season is all around us. And though this year is very different than others, I hope you are still soaking it all in. I am so excited about our very first Tori Stories bonus episode. Each year when my mom sent our family Christmas card, she always included a meaningful story with it. I remember at a young age, people coming up to her, sometimes with tears in their eyes, saying how the story had impacted them. Once Josh and I got married, I knew I wanted to continue this tradition when I got to send my own family Christmas cards. This story is on our Christmas card this year, and it has made such a mark on me that I knew I wanted to share it with each of you. The little white envelope. It's just a small white envelope stuck among the branches of our Christmas tree. No name, no identification, no inscription. It has peaked with the branches of our tree for the past 10 years. It began because my husband Mike hated Christmas, Oh, not the true meaning of Christmas, but the commercial aspects of it. Overspending and the frantic running around at the last minute to get a tie for Uncle Harry and the dusting powder for Grandma, the gifts given in desperation because you couldn't think of anything else. Now when felt this way, I decided one year to bypass the usual shirts, sweaters, ties, and so forth. I reached for something special, just for Mike. The inspiration came in an unusual way. Our son, Kevin, was 12 that year, was on the wrestling team at the school he attended, and shortly before Christmas, there was a non-league match against a team sponsored by an inner city church. These youngsters dressed in sneakers so ragged that shoestrings seemed to be the only thing holding them together presented a sharp contrast to our boys in their spiffy blue and gold uniforms and sparkling new wrestling shoes. As the match began, I was alarmed to see that the other team was wrestling without headgear, a kind of light helmet designed to protect a wrestler's ears. It was a luxury the ragtag team obviously could not afford. While well, we ended up walloping them. We took every weight class. Mike seated beside me, shook his head sadly, and said, I just wish one of them could have won, he said. Then... They have a lot of potential, but losing like this could take the heart right out of them. Mike loved kids, all kids. He so enjoyed coaching Little League football, baseball, and lacrosse. That's when the idea for his present came. That afternoon, I went to a local sporting goods store and bought an assortment of wrestling headgear and shoes and sent them anonymously to the inner city church. On Christmas Eve, I placed a small white envelope on the tree the note inside telling Mike what I had done, and that this was his gift from me. Mike's smile was the brightest thing about Christmas that year. And that same bright smile lit up succeeding years. For each Christmas, I followed the tradition, one year sending a group of mentally handicapped youngsters to a hockey game, another year a check to a pair of elderly brothers whose home had burned to the ground, the week before Christmas, and on and on. The white envelope became the highlight of our Christmas. It was always the last thing opened on Christmas morning, and our children, ignoring their new toys, would stand with wide-eyed anticipation as their dad lifted the envelope from the tree to reveal its contents. As the children grew, the toys gave way to more practical presents, but the small white envelope never lost its allure. The story doesn't end there. You see, we lost Mike last year due to dreaded cancer. When Christmas rolled around, I was still so wrapped in grief that I barely got the tree up. But Christmas Eve found me placing an envelope on the tree. The next morning, I found it was magically joined by three more. Unbeknownst to the others, each of our three children had for the first time placed a white envelope on the tree for their dad. The tradition has grown and someday will expand even farther with our grandchildren standing to take down that special envelope. My spirit, like the Christmas spirit, will always be with us. By Nancy W. Gavin. Well, I pray this story reminds you about the true meaning of Christmas and how giving can not only change others' lives, but our own. The best Christmas present you could give me would be if you subscribed to our show and rated and reviewed us. It would mean the world and help so much. Merry Christmas, everyone, and I hope you know how appreciative I am for all of your support. If this episode touched you, inspired you, or brought you a good laugh. It would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a review and comment on iTunes. I read each one, and it really makes such a difference. The support y'all have given for this podcast has been so humbling and overwhelming in the very best way. Our guests are bringing truth and encouragement that everyone needs to hear, so please keep sharing the podcast episodes with friends personally and on social media. This is how I learn about all the podcasts I listen to. I appreciate all of you more than you know. I'm so excited for you to hear the incredible story next week. And I would personally love to wish each of you a healthy, happy, and joyful holiday season.